everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of What You Know What It Is, the Iconist Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Barry3D, and if you want to find where I'm going to be, check out the link below, uh, or just go to Barry3D.com, and it's Barry, not Barry, so, you know, B-A-R-R-Y, 3D.com, find where I'm going to be. I'm going to be all over. I'm starting to do more live shows, so come out and check it out. We're going to be at more events, so we're going to keep you posted on that. And we have our community tab on our YouTube page. Woo! So we're going to start using that and posting there and doing some polls. So please, interact, interact, interact. And always like, subscribe, and share. Let's go. Now, like usual, never do this show alone. No, 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 no. It's not a solo mission. Not hand solo. I'm all solo. Here. I'm here with men. Myth, legend, father, innovator, master of sound. The one and only, my cousin co-host oh that's my part <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome in my i go by the name of dj rod c welcome to another episode of the place they call iconist because the icon is <laughs> i can't tell you can't tell you can't. we got a little we got a little housekeeping to do got a little housekeeping to do Barry, what do we got to do? What do we got to do, 3D? What do we got to well, do? This is what we got to do. First and foremost, mm-hmm. we got to turn around and always give thanks to thanks and people that support the show. So people that sponsor the show is Wild Comics out in Kitchener. Riddle, go and tell our boy Wes we said hi. Now, if you download Montreal, hit the South Shore, go to Check Swings, look for Trevor and the guys, tell them we said hi. Thank you very much. Keep an eye out also for A Touch of Gray Matter, which is myself, Dave Sokolowski, and Zolf Ali. We're doing shows all over. Come out and say hi. We do a lot of fundraisers, so we give back the comedy. We give comedy. You give something back to help the community, you know, be it if it's a food bank or so forth like that. And Dave does a lot of work with that, with, uh, you know, another group. He's a part of the Widow's Son. So please keep an eye out for that. He helps a lot year-round nonstop. Woo! Um, and then on top of that, you know, we put, put this podcast out on Podbean. So if you want to find us, look for Iconis dot podbean.com check out the links and if you're looking to start a podcast of your own i say give that a place to start it's really you know for what you pay and what you get more than worth it we're on that platform and uh you'll see the advantage of being on there they do all the heavy lifting for you on that note the man that makes us look so pretty the mm. one that turns around and has us going, you know, from just a plain screen to something vibrant to match our personalities. And if you need something like that, too, then you need to reach out to the one and only. J-Bird Digital Art. J-Bird Digital Arts. You can see his contacts at the end of the, our video. Yeah, you hear us mm. talk about him all the time. We've got links down below. We've got videos. We really appreciate Jay so much. And if you have a project you want to do, be it if it's virtually online or live, banners, posters, something for your business, even if it's a pizzeria, if you, he does so much from comedians to music to wrestling to, to businesses. Give him a shout. And if you say that you heard about him, where? Here on the Iconist podcast? He'll give you a. Discount. Discount. Oh my gosh. Discount. Hallelujah. Go get it. Go get it quick. That's right. Save those money. Save those ducats because gas is going up. You gotta save somewhere and Jay's helping with that. Woo! <laughs> Had to get my Ric Flair in there. Woo! Woo! Profiling! <laughs> oh jeez, I'm not gonna Okay. Alright. Shout out to the man. Um, he knows of the party. On that note. Today on the Iconist Podcast, we are talking about Cyber 6. Cyber 4? No. Cyber 2? No. Cyber 6? What, 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 what? What, what? Cyber 6. Because 2 and 4 didn't make it. Cyber Mm. (laughs) 6. Now, you know, some of you might know about Cyber 6, and maybe a lot of you don't know who Cyber 6 is. Mm -hmm. This is why you tune into the show to kind of... Go down memory lane, relive these, relive these moments, or learn about them. Look him up and say, "Hey, you guys are on to something." Who is Cyber Six? Let's put this in a nutshell. Cyber Six was she didn't know much about her past, and it's a she, so she didn't know much about her past. But the show was ahead of its time for a lot of reasons, and we'll explain that in the show. 
she's uh she's a hero trying to find her past mm-hmm. um and unique circumstances unique uh, as background and setting you know for us here and had had a a comic book but it was but it wasn't in english but it got a tv show mm-hmm. and it was a project that was worked with japan and canada do the animation ran for one season 13 episodes it started off first on um teletoon here in canada oh canada <laughs> our home and native land and if you saw my video that we or our video we put up there about you know Beijing's in the cold land thank you very much so it started off with teletoon here in canada and then it got to the states through uh um you know fox kids mm-hmm. now they had to do some things to change certain things to make it cool so i only got introduced to this property when i was watching the cartoon and i'm like it's got to be more to it and i'm glad i looked it up and i was like oh there's more to it uh, okay and it, it, the books have the same name so you can find the books in french you can find the books um in in uh you know an argentinian mm-hmm. right you can find you know in that the background uh, in English, you don't get the full run. I think there's a couple of issues in English and they're hard to come by. So if you have them, congrats. <laughs> if you want to find where they got to get, even I don't know. <laughs> find them, yeah. It's, you you, you got to dig, go to your comic book stores and ask them to look up to see if they can find back issues of Cyber 6. They will probably time. have to import those for you. But once again, WoW Comics or Check Swings. Hard facts, hard facts. But it'll be worth it. We'll tell you why. We'll tell you why. Absolutely. So I know this TV show, and I'm going to go, I mean, we're going to get like different stories back forth here. So this TV show came out, I believe, in 1999? It, the show came out in 1999, October 23rd, 1999. Oh, there we go. So, yeah. So October, yeah. So original release, okay, so it started like September to October. Okay, so 1999, as I said, ran in Teletoon Canada, uh, Kid Station. You know, which was over in Japan because, of course, it was the two of us. And that's the first time you actually got, not the first time, but one of the times you get Canada and Japan working together to make an anime. Now, it's, it, if you look at the style, the style takes the original feel of the comic book, art-wise. Mm-hmm. So it's not fully like your typical anime looking, but the, the, the scenes and the fluidity of it has it. It's not choppy. It's very smooth. They really did it well, you know, and it had a lot of um, good people behind it. So the show was created along with the book. So the the, the book, the show, they're created by two people. So it was created by Carlos uh, Meglia. Meglia. I'm close on that one. Yeah, Meglia. So Carlos, Me- Meglia. Meglia. So thank you very much. Right. So yeah. the, he's the artist. Now, this is why he stands. Now, unfortunately, he passed away in 2008. But I like his art style. If you can find any of his books, he's actually worked on some DC properties. So he ha- he worked on a couple of issues of Superman. This is like pre-52, way back. And the art, you could tell his art style was different. He brought in the Blackhawks. He was drawing it where Superman took his fortress of solitude away from the Arctic. And he moved it down into the jungle. He did a miniseries where it was Tarzan and Superman teaming up. And it was a, a miniseries that he did. Uh, once again for DC, mm-hmm. he did a, a hardcover which I own and I love the art in it. It's called uh, Superman Lost City. And very, you know, so a little bit pricey, but the art and the quality of it, beautiful. Where Superman is with Lois, they go to a cafe uh, driving on like, Route 66, they walk and they end up in another dimension. And then he runs into, unbeknownst to himself, this guy, I think he's called a protector or something. But it's pretty much, he's not pretty much, he is a clone of Superman. They got someone from the dimension, came to our dimension, got some DNA from Superman from a battle, went back, they cloned him. And yeah. Superman, he's, it's Superman, but he has blonde hair. He's got a red outfit top to bottom, but it's an old, like, double-breasted, um, like a World War II fighter pilot mm-hmm. and with a long scarf. Different look. Now, we never hear more about that Superman since. Every time they do all these crossovers, I think maybe he showed up one time in a back panel really quick. But it's called Superman Lost City. So Carlos worked on that with a lot of other stuff for different other companies. 
So his art style really always stood out to me, and I like his art style. Like, I'm a fan of his style. So this is why I, one, I wanted to talk about Cyber 6. And then the other person that worked on it is Carlos Trillio. So Carlos Trillio was the writer. Carlos Meglia was the artist. And those two came together, got together, and made Cyber 6. Now, the book ran for a good while, and it had characters in it. So let's just say, for the essence of this story, it caught me it was different. And I'll explain what I mean by different. So hold on, we're going to go back here a little half step here for half a second, right? So the series, the series was produced uh, by the Vancouver-based uh, network of NOA, you know, and animated in Japan by TMS Entertainment. Um, the comic book had way, way darker themes. I mean, still adult theme, but they took a lot of that out and kept the true essence of what was in the comic book, but they translated it well in the, for the cartoon, and the cartoon was aimed at a younger audience. The comic book did portray nudity. It did portray sexual, um, so nudity, uh, sexual situations. It did show uh, drug use. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot more Edgier. Edgier. Yeah. It, it gave you that realism type of feel. Uh, yeah. I will definitely agree with you on that. When you, when you see what the comics, the comics were, I've, I've read, I believe I read a, a couple of issues. Like I think I might have come across it like after time kind of scenario. Right. But I definitely had to watch the, the cartoon and you can tell by watching the cartoon. We'll get into it as you said that it was quite edgy. It was, as Barry said earlier, ahead of its time in the sense of the, the, the presentation and what they were trying to portray was, it's one of those times when you think that in the Western culture, you know, you see things might be a little bit more safeguarded and, you yeah. know, kind of like drawn and like, eh, we don't know, not say risque, but they're not going to give you a full blown or a very close to realism type of event. No. <laughs> Cyber six. In this particular portrayal, they gave you, you can literally feel that, yeah, that particular action, that type of scenario, although it's geared for kids, for children, you can see them like, yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see that panning out clearly as day as what happened. So, again, it was definitely ahead of its time. And as I said, we'll get into that. But that was that was definitely to show the distinction of it was the sharpness of it. Yes. You can tell when you watch it and you get into it. It's not saying as a forewarning, but it's an understanding of what you're about to get into. This is not, this ain't no easy, like, hmm, come in, little Tommy. I got something for you to read. <laughs> no. no. I don't know. Thomas, this is not for you, Thomas. No, 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 no. no. You can watch the show with your kids. You can't let them read the comic book till they're a certain age. I'll just say that, and I'm, I'm and that's not a knock. It's just more, no, that's let's be aware, right? It's, it's aware of how what they were what they were portraying. They wanted to give you that realism type of cartoon, a comic book that you know type of feel. That yeah, I think they can handle it. Yeah, exactly. There. And it, it's it's fine. I mean, if you're a fan of Sin City, if you're a fan of you, you know go. Frank Miller is more of his adult work, then Perfect. you have no problem with Cyber Six, the comic book. You know, it, it won an award even in Italy. Like this is where how it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got an award for a science fiction. So it's seen as an action crime, science fiction, and thriller behind it. So let's let's get down to it. So Cyber Six is the main character. That's that's who she is. I'm surprised this show hasn't gotten more light to it. For, and just and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm just saying in the day and age where we are more open to pronouns and people mm-hmm. how they they see themselves and how they identify themselves at right it's like being honest with who they are okay cool so the main character that's cyber six right and, and her name is uh it, she she goes by as, as cyber six that's her name case mm-hmm. close so she came from a lab she escaped she's got cyber six tattooed on her forearm that's the only name she's known. When she escapes, she's running away and she's trying to figure things out. So she's in a in a fictitious place that's supposed to be like Argentina, but yeah. it's not an Argentinian city. But it has all the architecture from there. They really mapped it out very well where there's a, a statue, like there's a giant statue with wings in dead center of the city. So you could actually tell where she's at 
mm-hmm. on the rooftops by at the statues to the left, to her right, in front of her, behind her, and it's in a little peninsula, like a, a you know a bay. So it's off the water, and this is gonna, I'll explain why it makes sense. So she gets away, she runs away, and she's trying to uh, find out more about her past. She doesn't see herself as being per, a, a true human because she knows she's been engineered, she's been manufactured. So now she's got to hide out somewhere. So she's running away from these zombies. These kind of big, like Frankenstein creatures, are always chasing her. Um, yep. you have the the Doctor Hector. You know, in English, his name is Hector, and he has a son named Jose. Nice, <laughs> Jose. Jose's comic relief. Now the thing is with Jose, he looks like a little kid, but when you read the book, Jose's drawn that way, but mm-hmm. Jose's not a little kid. Jose right. has to be eighteen minimum. It's just that he's a very short, scrawny guy. When you watch the cartoon, you think Jose is like 12. When you read the book, you realize, oh, no, Jose ain't 12. Jose ain't 12. He just, he's just a runt. He hasn't grown, and he's short. Mm-hmm. So Cyber, Cyber 6 turned out, she has to figure out a secret identity. So this is what comes in. This is why I'd say it was ahead of its time. She turned around as her secret identity, and in the comic book, she finds someone, this person is dead, she takes on their identity. In the TV show, if I remember right, she she goes, sees someone that's missing or, or what and takes that person's identity. And the person's name, his his name is Adrian. So she goes back to Adrian's apartment, she sees his stuff around, and then she dresses as a man to cover her tracks. So people don't see her. So she's a female hero. Who dresses as a man as her secret identity and then takes up his life and goes in because she looks when she looked at the ID, that's the whole thing. When she looks at the ID, she goes, I look like Adrian. Right. You know, hair, same color, same style. I look like this guy, Adrian. So I'm gonna dress up as Adrian and carry on. And she becomes a teacher at the local like school. Right. Like elementary school. All right. Did you Dawson, Yeah, Dawson glasses, you know, pulling that Clark Kent Superman type of scenario. Yep. And she's she's now Adrian. Exactly. Baggier clothes. So, I mean, you know, obviously she's a woman, she's gotta have curves, but she puts on bulkier clothes mm-hmm. and changes her hairstyle, puts on some big glasses, and her name's Adrian. Goes in there and starts teaching. She's smart, like she's really smart, but she's also an engineered human. So Let's put it in perspective. She's a super soldier. Facts. 110. She's got the strength. She's got the speed. She's okay. got the agility. She has, she knows, she's got a fighting style. She has all of that. Now, where it differs with the comic book and the cartoon, for example, is when she's fighting the monsters in the comic book, if she's fighting them, when she knocks them out, she turns around and drinks their blood like a vampire. Because she needs what's in their system to keep her alive. Right. In the comic book, it's like Super Mario. She'll fight them, and when she beats one of them, falls down, and that monster will turn to dust. Like a gas, and just poof, and disappear. And the and they leave behind a green vial that she drinks. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Less right? Because she needs that, whatever that chemical is, to keep her alive. Mm-hmm. It's all that's why I said Super Mario. You know, in Mario Brothers, you hit one of the monsters, it might turn into a chair, you eat it, you're like, I got more strength, let's go. <laughs> and off. So, this is how she functions, and there's where the differences are. So, you couldn't have her being a vampire. So, as Cyber Six, she wears a skin tight black costume, V neck with a high collar, has a black cape with, you know, red underneath it. So black on the outside, red on the, in, on the interior. And then she wears like a, a black, almost like a fedora hat. You yeah. know, with red underneath there, like a common, Carmen San Diego. I was about to say, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Right? Those two shop at the same store. Hundred percent. They get it. They get it all FedEx in. I'm telling you, DHL in. That's I'm that would have been a sick crossover. Carmen San Diego <laughs> and Cyber Six crossover. That would have been. Wow. Put a, put a pin on that one, maybe. Okay. Done. Put a pin on that one. Mm. So with Cyber Six, this is what's her whole adventure. So her whole adventure is stopping the monsters. Trying to stop Jose. <laughs> trying to stop his dad. Now, that's the other interesting thing about it is when you look at his dad, um, Hector, I believe mm-hmm. it is. 
uh, and, I, and I hope I don't have the name wrong. I've got so many head names in my head. Um, well, they have it as Dr. Von, Dr. Von Reicher. Oh, Reicher. thank you. Reicher. Thank you. I kept saying that. Dr. Von, yeah. So Dr. Von Reicher. Okay. So when you're, when she's trying to stop his dad and of course they're evil, they're trying to do their schemes, take over the city, run the underground world. She's trying to get more of a, a sense of herself. If you look at the doctor's costume, you never fully see his face. Like his hair always covers his face, shadows it, but his costume, his, uh, and I say, well, I would say costume, his outfit, how he dresses has World War II Nazi vibes. Well, yes, because basically when they, when they were doing this, they basically were kind of like simulating that this happened just after World War II or right during. Yes. And what happened in World War II is a lot of them defected, right? A lot of troops went, a lot of the higher command went on the run. And where did they run to? Argentina. Yeah. A lot of those guys can, you know, hit out there. That's where they're at, Argentina. So for him to be a doctor, it's implied he was part of that yep. regime. Yep. He dresses very similar with their outfit, the Nazi outfit. Yep. Hmm. Well, and that's what. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and it gets into that with Cyber Six. Uh, it opens a lot. <laughs> there is. I mean, the, the the one aspect of you know finding it online, you'll see that like Von Retcher is a survivor member of the Sultan in in World War Two. So that's basically where the similarities is coming down, giving the image and giving the portrayal that mm-hmm. he basically was working for the nazis in that in that realm he was working you know off of that kind of similarity that's what they're kind of basing off of so he he is basically the 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 lead scientist the lead scientist who created cyber six and basically as they say a series of um artificial humanoids like basically have the super strength and having all the super strength and agility that's what that's what he created so this is why she will refer to him as father Yes. So that now that's where it gets a lot of interesting. That's where the history to me should be really going for. You know, we always talk about these things that we always want to say, well, it's world building. So the world, you already got the, t- the town built. You already got, it's kind of mixed in with real history to fictitious history, but it, mm-hmm. it merges. It's, it's nice. You're taking real world events and kind of floating them in there. I want to, I would love to see those come in a little bit harder. So the thing is with Adrian, as I was saying, you know, we'll say cyber six, so Cyber Six, when she's working, she meets uh, another person, and he's all taken up with her. Like he's, you know, he mm-hmm. finds her intriguing and smart and mysterious and, and wants to be with her. And, you know, she's always telling him, no, 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 no. And, and, and his name is uh, Lucas, if I remember right. Yes, Lucas. Yeah, it's Lucas. So Lucas also works at the high school. So here's where it gets a little bit crazy. So Lucas knows Cyber Six because she saved him. And then he sees her, and then he almost becomes like her sidekick to a certain degree. She's attracted to him, but she doesn't feel that she's human. She, there's something off about her, so she doesn't want to pursue a relationship and get him hurt or hurt him in any way. So she mm-hmm. always holds herself back. And Lucas will sit there and say, "Oh, okay, this is fine." But he's, he's he, you know, he's heartbroken, but he still pursues her. He, mm-hmm. he can't really understand why she doesn't give it a chance. And then he goes to his day job at the school and he sits there and he talks to Adrian, his best friend, about how he's so, he, how he's fallen for this woman, you know, who's mysterious, Cyber Six. So he's talking to Cyber Six during the day about Cyber Six at night and not realizing that they're both the same person. It is the early stages of Lois and Clark when Lois didn't know that Clark was Superman. That's what I see that parody right there. It yes. is so hilarious on yes. that level. So but let's take it a step further. And he almost teased it a little bit. Is the fact that Adrian, so Adrian Cyber Six has feelings for Lucas, mm-hmm. and when she's dressed as Adrian during the day, there's times where those feelings come out, like a, 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 a little touch, yep. a tender touch here, uh, yep. a comment. Now Lucas is sitting there, kind of, huh? Uh, you all right, man? You good, bro? You good, bro? You good, bro? But he, but not you. You think that would be his thing, right? But no, mm-hmm. it almost seemed that he was thinking about like, where's this coming from or why is this happening. Now, keep in mind, 
He doesn't know that Adrian is Cyber Six. He says Adrian, he thinks Adrian is a male, and he's entertaining almost having a relationship with Adrian. Right. They have great chemistry, they get along, they know each other so well. And to him, he's making a decision of should I date him? Not knowing him is Cyber Six. So it's a love triangle, but it almost pushes it to the fact of, you know, and it's very rare. I don't judge nobody. Live your life and be happy. That's all I say. But I love the writing that it pushed it to the sense of, okay, well, we know he's in the Cyber Six. But it also seemed that he might be attracted to Adrian. Puts him in that bisexual range. That's fine. But it's almost like you're in a love triangle. So Cyber Six was in the love triangle you know, with themselves. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the best way of saying it. He's in a love triangle, not knowing that it's a love binaural versus a triangle, if that makes yes. sense. Right, a, right. A, a right. triangle line, single line, double line. There's too many lines going on here. Too many oh. lines. The, the last time I personally saw something like that happen was in Savage Dragon when they, were, when they brought in Mighty Man. So the original Mighty Man was a man and that was their take on Captain Marvel Shazam. But mm-hmm. then... Uh, and, uh, this nurse ended up getting the um, the powers, and when she got the powers, she changed into Mighty Man, but then her secret identity was a nurse. I can't remember what her name is, but it's in Savage mm-hmm. Dragon. You can look it up really easy. We'll we'll put a picture up somewhere and so you can see it. Uh, and then she, you know, fell into a relationship, and when she was in her relationship, the nurse, everyone was like, wait a minute, okay, why is Mighty Man talking to this girl? We thought this girl was, you know, or she's talking to this guy. Sorry, I think she was dating a guy. So she's like, why is she talking to this guy or talking to Savage Dragon? And it's like, yeah, it, you know, and Savage Dragon is like, look, I, I like you. We're dating, but I can't talk to you when you're as Mighty Man. You need to change back into a nurse <laughs> so I can have the conversation with you when we're talking about feelings. And she's like, so oblivious to it. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry. It could be uncomfortable for some people. All right. But here was done back in 1999. Here we're in 2023. 1999 and they're almost tackling that on a fox show for you know fox kids or canada teletoon mm-hmm. good on them for being ahead good on carlos and carlos for being ahead and writing something that really sparks a lot of it so we have cyber six we have adrian then we got to bring in data seven hmm no, not data from Star Trek. No, no, not live long and prosper. Prosper. No lore. Uh, okay, no lore. Got it. Okay. Right, right. No lore on this one. We need Andrew back. So, data is a panther, and this panther is made by you know the doctor and Jose has the panther. It sends it off to kill Cyber Six. They get into a fight, and, and yes, she's fighting a panther once again. I did say super sol- you know, super soldier. She survives it, and then she realizes the panther has a scar over its head. And when she's able to get the panther not to be mind-controlled anymore, and he's able to think on his own, you find out that the panther is her brother. The doctor took the brain of her brother and, 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 and surgically implanted it within the panther. The panther can't talk, but the panther found ways, her brother, Data 7, to express himself, to communicate, to be there. And this is why every time you look up Cyber Six, you always see this Black Panther there, and you're like, well, "Where'd the Panther come from?" It's it's not like Dritz Duenderin from you know uh, the Crystal Shard series from Forgotten Realms, Bari Salvatore, where he's just you know a little statue, boop, he's there. I wish I'd like to have one of those. That Panther is there constantly, but it's got human intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's her brother. Yeah, because keep in mind we're dealing with monsters, so it's it's science fiction, it's thriller. Definitely. This this is where everything goes. This is why I like this series. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to come back, right? And, and, and come back, and maybe not so much the comic book aspect of it, but as a show? Yes. Yeah. As a show? So did you, did you ever watch the show when it came on first, Rod? Oh, I did. I did. And, and I was definitely intrigued, and I really did love it. And it was one of those ones like, um, what do you mean you're not coming back? why aren't you coming back because the so the feeling like okay so we'll start off from the top yes you're 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 understanding that this is this is a humanoid cyborg in that realm type of scenario a super soldier you know created 
right. the doctor created, as you see on the notes, he created like say five hundred, five thousand of them, and then basically there were the super soldiers that die out, die out, you know, whatever. Case. Now we're coming towards the end, and then basically Cyber Six, and then I believe it was like Cyber Twenty Nine, and that's her brother. So her yes. brother died in that sense. So again, there's still humanoid cyborg type of scenario. So right. it's not it's not a physical brother in the sense of human. It's her type of synthetic humanoid super soldier brother. He dies, becomes, turns into you know, gets mind transplant, literally brain transplanted into the into the into the panther. I liked it because when you watch the visual of it, it gave me. Barry said right one thing about it, very fluent and stuff like that. This is 1999. At this time, I am a full-grown person, a full-grown man. man. I'm right. watching this, and I'm getting some good feelings of more fluent. Like, I'm going to say a name. People might be like, what? what are you talking about? Tintin. So when I watch Tintin, you have that nice fluent type of flow of yes. the, the artistry and everything like that. Now, Tintin was still good for his art form and his, and his delivery and the way he was drawn and portrayed on cartoon at that time. When I, and but the thing about that, it gave me Canadian, you know, black Canadian boy having a, a vision of understanding the European type of life on the other side of the pond. So I love Tintin about that. Now I'll switch over to Cyber 6. What I'm seeing Cyber 6, at the time, I was still thinking it's a UK, European type of feel. Then I start to find out, oh, this is, this is like South America. Oh, oh, this is nice. And the fluent, um, the flow of the drawing of the action and the way you will see her. We'll get into a little part of it as well, but you'll see she's a very super soldier, acrobatic, very flexible, agility. Like she was like running across like rooftops like Batman with like butter. Yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed kind of style. Assassin's Creed parkour like a beast like nothing and it was like oh this is nice and the way the drawing style you seen lucas lucas when you see it you see the imagery lucas was one of those he was drawn to be a hulking type of guy big mm -hmm. upper chest and you know the drawing was slimmer into in you know concave there's ways to kind of snare she slash he adrian was a slim type of person but actually retract that she was very slim kind of snare like Barry said, when it's in, when she was in Adrian mode, you yes. know, at least the shirt was more puffier, so it gave that little extra body on her, you know, upper chest kind of build. Mm -hmm. She knows she's thin underneath and everything along the line. But the fluency of how she her drawn, how her actions, the the, the the fighting scenes, the running scenes, just the whole layout had a nice type of feel that I really did like. I really liked it. Finding out later on there was Argentina and stuff along that line. But it had that nice realism as i said earlier you can watch this yeah. and you will i like, say yeah i can see that i can see that playing out and and it's yeah. not i'm not playing out with saying oh it's cartoon it's anime after that it played out you could watch that and you can like saying you can tell the writers put some thought into it and then again you learn later on this is the drawn back version this is not even the full hundred percent. No, we were we were we were getting like a seventy seventy five, an eighty type of touch of what we should have been getting, and that was good. So imagine, like nowadays, maybe we will get a hundred, maybe yeah, we'll get a ninety ninety five. We'll get a ninety ninety five. We'll get very close. That'll be like, yeah, Ooh, yeah. I guess this. I guess that that's allowed. I guess that's allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. <laughs> It's allowed. It's okay. Um, but definitely when it, you know, at the end of, you know, 99, 2000, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> yeah. Someone would been writing that up. Yeah. But yeah. I would, I would. Citation. Citation. <laughs> so I will say, I will basically say that, yeah, Cyber 6 was a good run. And because we were talking about this, it had me looking to see where you can find it. Now I'll just tell you, you can definitely be able to find some episodes, not some. You'll be able to find it. It's only one season episode on YouTube. Um, you can, it's Dates you can find it on Amazon, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go digging into Amazon Prime myself personally no. as yet. <sighs> yeah. Um, but definitely, I know that we were talking about this and in the back of my mind. I said, when times calm down, I'm going to have to start looking back and just watching that because there's certain shows now, now that I watch back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did I, 
why did I, uh, why did I let you go out of my hands? You need to come back. This is, this is honestly one of those shows you will enjoy if you like Barry said, you like Sin City, you like, um, you like that sci fi uh, action type flick movie, the dark type of visuals to give you that, like, this is the underbush of the underbelly of the criminal mind, how to, how to run across, uh, stuff that happened in dark alleys for the good of a heroine, what she has to do. But this is not in the broad daylight type of fighting. This is stuff like basically when the night's out. Again, sometimes you have to think about it. You work all day. You fight crime all night. Are you not tired, my friend? <laughs> hmm. The green I, juice was Red Bull, man. I'm telling you. Tell you. And 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 here's here's some realism that I liked about the show. Uh you brought up the green juice. Because if I remember correctly, she, you know, there's certain times when she didn't get it in time or very close and it's like withdrawals. So you're getting realism like she needs that scene to sustain her life. Like it's it's not a drug per se, but it's something that she needs to sustain her own life. So it's basically like saying, yeah, I, I need this. I, I feel weak. I, you know, my body can't work without this particular piece of enzyme, this piece of medicine that's needed. If you look at it from that aspect. She needed that to live. And there's certain times just like coming down to the wire, I was like, I'm about to drop, drop, drop. Oh, okay, okay, I think I can. I'll be all right. But it gives you a realism that like this was this was like that type of cartoon that was like Yeah. Like after hour. This is like current like this would have been early stages stages of like adult swim. You know, certain things like you were like, mmm. Are we past twelve o'clock yet? Okay, we can play that now. Okay, all right. Yeah. Are the kids asleep? Are the kids asleep? That's basically what it is. This is one of those cartoons or those anime that you would basically tell a friend that you know is a full-grown person, like, so yeah, you'd be watching that after ten o'clock. Just, just, just let me just give you that the deadline. Wink, wink. You'll <laughs> set the VCR. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But that's set it. Set the VCR. That, that that's all I gotta say. So I sorry, I was just checking something here, and I was like, okay, yeah, that wasn't yeah. what I thought. But uh, yeah. So and, and going back, to you mentioned Tintin. So if you read the comic book, I know I was going through the comic book, and I said I was looking at it, but I couldn't understand it obviously because I don't speak the language. But mm-hmm. what I found really nice is at one point they did a crossover for a couple of for a couple of panels. They brought in a very Tintin looking character with Snowy Tintin's nice. dog. Like no question who it was supposed to be, even the hairstyle, how we were dressed, the whole nine yards. And that shows you the influence of one property over another, 100%. where they bring them in. The 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 main guy behind the the studio, the the, the in Vancouver, uh Herve Bidard mm. was a fan of this show. He was also a fan of Tintin, so mm-hmm. I can see where certain things would come into it. Here's here's what I'm looking at this right now. We're gonna talk. We're gonna get right into the casting soon enough in a minute or so. I I just want one. I think the show should come back. Let's talk about the world building itself. I mean, we all know I mm-hmm. talk about world building. I love it. This show can come back. This show, especially now in this day and age, it can come back and it can have it, it can get yes. those darker themes if you're saying on any streaming service properly. Because if you look at the cartoons on some of the streaming services, yeah, we're good. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Even, even you know, outside of that. So if you really want to get true to it, you have to put it on a streaming service. That's me. I would still like to see it as a cartoon. I can see this also as a live action in one of the other properties. Here's how it's got to be for me. One, they got to get more into, especially in this day and age, right? Play more into the love triangle. Play more into Cyber 6 and Adrian and, and, and all those two aspects of it and what that's going to bring to Lucas, Mm. and feelings and relationships and how that's going to be portrayed like you really let's not skate around the issue you know is he bi is he more attracted to cyber six or is he more attracted to adrian because of certain aspects maybe one he finds more physically appealing and the other one pull out his mind which brings his feelings behind that then to find out they're both the same person okay but still i think that would be something cool to play with two let's talk about world war ii for half a second let's not skate on the issue if they're supposed to be you know, uh, World War II 
uh, war criminals on the run starting mm-hmm. up in Argentina. Let's play that up into that South American history. Let's play it up into the town of Argentina. Let's get into the culture of the people. Let's get into how those war criminals turned around and got themselves into the culture, how they hid, how they still try to function and still try to do what they're trying to do for, you know, the big boss. Let's just call him that, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. So I think that with that as a backdrop to add more to the story with the culture and using like real world events to kind of help you know, flesh this out even more. Mm-hmm. This you, you really got the town. You really got the look of it. You got the look of everything. This makes it better. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to say. So, you know, let's let's go into okay. This could be the first person that would have pronouns as a name. You know, mm-hmm. how do you identify? Do you identify as he, she, they, them, and and in a positive light? I'm, I'm just saying yeah. in a positive light because clearly. They did it. So if you're going to did it, commit to it. I know in 1999, we want to get that on TV. But today in 2023, yes, we would. So uh, that's that's how it is. Would I want to see the cartoon come back with um, the characters? You got to have Jose. <laughs> that's the guy. You know? Uh, and, and there's so many ways to go about that. Now, yeah. would you do it as live action? Now, as a cartoon, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've, I've picked up my person, and I would have my person do either the voice for the cartoon and live action. I don't know if I'd go as far as a, as a series, right? but it would be cool as a movie. Right? Uh, okay. Um, I, 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 and I say, so I can see it as a cartoon series, but I would say, if you're going to reboot it, do it as a, a, a big-budget movie. Let's get into it. I don't think it, you don't need to have three, four movies in this. Yeah. It could be a nice movie, decent budget, one and done, and then it, it really has a popularity on it. Play out into you know, translate the original comic books into English. I think that'd be step one. Bring back the cartoon, have mm-hmm. you know the actress portray that character, right? Going forward, connect it all together, and then we would need as a collector. You need some kind of tie-in, so we need some kind of like resin statues of Cyber Six and Data Seven. You know, we need maybe a couple of you know Fugio Pops. Uh, you need you need some kind of merchandising. So toy figures along those lines. I think this would open up without making any character different. You know, it's not making like oh well, this character was straight now he's not straight. No, it's this character we don't know. <laughs> and it's playing out into this. So right. let's go. That that's my two cents there. I'll I'll let you say your point there, Ron, and we'll get into our casting here. Okay. No, definitely I will I I agree with you in that regard that this is in the world of I can't even say in the world. In the time of people doing rebooting and bringing back, you know, other, you know, some some properties that, you know, that may have been made out of kind of that second look. This is definitely one of them. I will definitely that and say, yeah, this would be a good one. Now, like you said, they, they they are bringing that back now has a more has a should have a more accepting role. I mean, like more people be able to or are more catered to viewing this and seeing it from the perspective of saying, okay, let's let's see what the the possibilities of having uh, an individual who is. You don't, you know, the gender is right there. You don't know. You're playing, not playing, but you're being both sides. Right. I'm just not saying to choose my words like that. But I'm just, you're being both sides in that sense. And just basically showing the diversity and, and the mindset of coming from that particular point of view, how a person lives. What, what are their, what are their, what are their strong points? How do they think? How do they, how do they interact with people? We're clearly seeing that in the cartoon, they were showing in that way that She's she basically lives one way as a female, and then she lives another lifestyle as a male. How does that dynamic actually works out? So that's that's definitely one thing. You were saying about it'll be more accepted. It made me flash and think. If anybody ever watched um, Sense Eight, yes, Sense Eight was another, and that was Netflix. Right. Netflix yes. brought that out, and that had like that first season. Was golden. There's, there's, there's different properties and everything about you know action whatever it gives you, but they basically 
touched in, in a whole bunch of different dynamic, different uh, diaspora of different types of viewpoints of human interaction, uh, sexuality in, in that regard. So they did all that as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, you, saw, you said something, I thought in my head, and I was going to put it on the side. I said, no, I'm going to remember. Now I can't remember. <laughs> I am so mad because it would have been, it, w- it was leading into something. Hopefully it will come back. Anywho, I will say is that this, you know, you're really trying people. Please bear with me. The old brain was just like the smoke was just burning up in the back, like the coolant just poured out. Now I got coolant all over in the back of my head and just foaming and making steam come out of my head. <laughs> Real life situation. But we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> so, um, dang it, lost my thing of thought. Tarnation. Um, so, no, but basically, really and truly, the, 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 having that as a, as a, as a, as a live presentation, I'm with you. I will agree that I would like to have it in a setup, have a live, have a live movie one. Yeah. If you want to do it too, that's where I was going to go. You can do, you can basically do it as like a one and done. Mm-hmm. Do it in the same type of approach, like kick ass. Kick ass to me, we came out as one. Now they did great and they said, yes. you know what? You know, like there's money here. Let's make a second one. Great. But you didn't go in there thinking that you want a, a three, a three movie deal with Kickass. You went in right. with one. You got you got the results that you wanted. And at that point you had the decision to branch off comics. Whatever the case may be. At this point, we know our thoughts at least is to go branch off and do a cartoon. You want to and, and, and research and bring back the books, make a new volume, go for 2023 version, 2024 version, go ahead, go ahead. But at least I would say you do a live, a live movie, you know, put the budget in that. If you don't feel that you can do a, a, a big feature film type of scenario, fine. Put your money, give it to Netflix. Netflix, take it over. Give me a big Netflix deal. Type that and then pan off, and you guys do the cartoon to it. It's a wrap. But that's where my mind was thinking about Kickass gotcha. because at least Kickass was was great. It was like that had that underground type of feel, that mm-hmm. that that antihero type of vigilante type of feel. Yeah. And if yeah. you liked Kickass because of that, the vigilante aspect of it, again, there's different little there's different nuances to the cyber six throw that on the table from that standpoint you will get people who's interested i will i will agree now go to the cartoon because as i said earlier all the action the the acrobat the agility and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yes you'll be able to do a certain amount of course with live action you know strings pulling and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. great but if it was drawn you can have you have the more freedom to you have more freedom to draw her into the angelic type of angle, agility type of right. fluent moves that I was saying before. All that's fluent movements and stuff like that, like crouching dagger, hidden dragon, right? But driven like drawn out cartoon wise, that's yeah. what pulled me in. The way she would do certain things, swoop someone's feet, come up, and whatever the case may be. And you're thinking that technically. That's humanly impossible. That's the point we're trying to get. You want to give that type of vision that you can do it live. We know you can do it as smooth as possible, whatever it is, human-wise. But drawn-wise, you can make it by saying, there's no way no human would be able to do that. Super soldier. Super soldier serum or some cybernetic, you know, you know, bionic man, uh, Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman, uh, bionic woman type of, you know, add-ons kind of scenario. Right. And, you know. Shout out to the Bionic Man. I saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh. I can watch this. Oh. We'll get back to that in the box. Uh-huh. 247. Look for the $6 million man. Just giving people hints. <laughs> Excellent. Cover the Bionic Man the way back. Hmm? Cover the Bionic Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you go on the box, if you have the box, you can, and you know you have that section that says 24-7. Yes. At least the one I have. You go through there. I just scrolled by there just the other day. Indirectly, sorry, everybody. Went scroll over by by real by uh, 24-7. Let me just start through the $6 million man. 24-7. $6 million man. But then it hit me. 
24-7, six million dollar men. Yes. 24-7, six million dollar men. <laughs> My wife started out like, you're not going anywhere, are you? Nope. nope. <laughs> Memory, they love like people do. <laughs> they all remember you. <laughs> I tell you. Oh my goodness. So back onto Cyber Six. So yes, that would be the that would be a great transition of basically if we did a movie, um, mm-hmm. draw the crowd in. Because not a lot of people may not ca- understand or not understand, may catch it doing it as a cartoon. A cartoon normally hits a certain demographic. Yeah. So unless you know of it first, you're going to look from it there. But if you did a live action movie, you're now going yes. global. People are going to pick up on it. Like, what's that about? So yes. when you now, when it's done, the movie's done, and then they happen to say, <coughs> oh, yeah, by the way, there's going to be a cartoon. Like, what? Did you say what? Excuse me? What? What? A baking what? powder? A baking powder? What are you talking <laughs> about? Um, Squeeze me, baking soda? What? A baking soda? What's that? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Then then you can just start branching off in that particular angle. So, yeah. That's how my, my thought process would be for Cyber 6. Mm-hmm. Come from that approach. Yeah, it's a it's a win win situation. All right, win-win. so I got you. So right now, so we talked about it. So movie, got mm. it. Mm. Cartoon series, got it. We know what we want to mm. say. World villain, got it. Mm. Who would you cast as your Cyber Six? Now I'm going to go. Um, oh. There's an individual that mm. I um. It's you know what I'm going to say. I was I was I had a couple of people, and then I started to narrow it down. I'm realizing I'm looking for someone who you know has action has agility and who can just at least portray it. And again, it goes back to my mind. What I know Cyber Six is supposed to be able to do mm-hmm. without CGI and okay. other type of assistance, you're not going to be able to get the full power. Yes. Right? So you know this person is going to have to lean on the technical aspect to get mm-hmm. there. Now, I was watching, and the reason why I it's like, it's funny. I thought of this person, but I thought this person in one show, and I'm like, eh, okay. Then I started looking, looking again, again, again. I saw, I thought of another movie, and I'm like, yo, yeah, I think you were good in that movie. Then I went to see, went right back to the first person. I'm like, all right, I'm sold. So I'm going for Cara Delevin. Delive. Hold on. Delavigin. Delavigin. Yeah. Kara Delavigin. I apologize if I, if I sacrifice the name to the, to the, the mighty word gods. Um, <laughs> so if you have watched on Amazon Carnival Row. Oh, okay. So you're talking about. So, and, and there is, there is there. So for one, she's on Carnival Row. She is the main, um, Love interest of Orlando Bloom, so Virginia uh, Stonmoss. Uh, right. But if you flip back where I was thinking secondly afters, if you've ever seen uh, the movie uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, the second, like the basically, there's a the lead and the, the lead actor and the actress. Me, Valerian. Valorant, yeah, Valorant. Oh Valorant, my gosh, and- yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's she who I. Catherine, w- yes, right. I think it was Catherine, but yeah, but I know so, exactly so Sergeant Catherine. Sergeant Laura, uh, Laura, Laura Loreline. Loreline, sorry, I said Catherine, but yes, yeah. yes, because I know, yeah, yeah, huge fan of that. Yeah, we got to talk. Yeah. Okay, yes, okay, go yeah, on, go we'll on. come back to that. So basically, I thought, like, okay, cool. She was very action oriented in there, and then I like looked and we're like, wait a minute, yeah, you were the lead fairy. Okay, I'm back. We're good. And especially when when we know that Cyber Six is to play, have the vision of female of Cyber Six and then have the visual presentation of a male. If you look at Kara, I mean like especially on the at least on her IMGB post, you know, you can see with the features, you know, makeup or anything like that, just you know, to you know, shallow in the cheekbones and stuff like that. But you can change it for here in a certain way. Mm -hmm. I can clearly see that, yeah, she could pull that off. She has the acting chops. Um, she, the action aspect of it from Valerian. Uh, also she does still some action, um, in Carnival Row. Now it's not no crazy amount of action in Carnival Row, but she does fly around as a fairy 
and doing some very uh unique type of stunts again with the gym harness and the, the harness and stuff along that line. So I'm I'm gonna go with Carrie as my cyber sense. <laughs> oh, and also she's also with the enchantress on Suicide Squad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Touche. Touche. <laughs> so. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who I'm going with, and I'm, you can see why I'm laughing here for half a second because I had to look up. So I looked up who you were talking about, and then I mm-hmm. saw the picture. I'm just I'm kicking myself. So strong bloodlines. Mm-hmm. There's times we we are on <laughs> sync. There's been a couple of times we picked the same person. Okay, yeah. This time we did not pick the same person, right? Okay. This time you know you you gone with Kara. Okay, cool. I'm going with another actress, and I think this actress once again I've seen her in other shows, mm-hmm. seen her in other uh, properties. One. She is great with kids. She portrays empathy. She's got a little bit of comedy. Uh, not a little bit. She's, she's got like comedy timing. I'll, I'll say that. Not a little bit. She's got comedy timing. Great with kids. Uh, and, and in that world. She mm-hmm. is graceful because she does music and she dances also. So she, she's very graceful on her feet. Mm-hmm. Choreography and fighting and, 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 and fighting and dancing is very similar. It, mm-hmm. It's all choreography. It's all movement. Yeah. It's, she has that. I, I think she has that look. She's she can even you know get that that background. So the the actress that I'm choosing to be Cyber Six, and you'll see why I laugh after a minute, is Selena Gomez. Right. Okay. So Selena Gomez was on Waverly Place. Um, she's you know uh, she's done a whole lot of stuff. She's done music, but the thing is, when I was typing in your person, the person you picked, yeah. there's a picture of Kara. And Selena Gomez because they worked together. They were a couple, and another, um, and another show called Only Murderers in the Building. You know, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the two yeah. of them were sitting there side by side each other uh, in the yeah, same picture. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like a movie or whatever, but it, it, the two of them. Yeah. yeah, it's a new, it's a series, it's a series, and something. Yeah, else. and there are it's a couple in now. that series, and the two of them are in that series. So there's a picture of it here. I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm showing it right now, and mm-hmm. they're sitting there side by side. <laughs> so I'm going with Selena Gomez because one, she's, you know, when she did Waverly Place, mm-hmm. comedy timing and all that, and I think she needs to have that comedy timing to bring up some of the darkness yeah. that would happen within the series. Uh, being a dancer. She she's very graceful. She has that look already that I can see her. That if she puts on the traditional Cyber Six outfit, mm-hmm. she's gonna be fire. When she okay. dresses as Adrian, mm. she can you know. And I'm not saying this a bad way. She I mm. can see her, you know, blend in as a young looking man, right? Right? And you know, with the big clothes and you know, and makeup done a certain way, guaranteed. So Selena Gomez, I think. You know, not anything. I know. I feel that she can do Cyber Six, and we haven't had the chance to really see her. I mean, okay, only murderers in the building. Okay, she's mm-hmm. done some dark stuff. I, 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 I would love to see her in an action role. Like she's <laughs> done the comedy. She's mm-hmm. done the, you know, the rom coms. She's, you know, she's doing uh, some darker stuff. Okay, Selena Gomez. She's grown up. She's a woman. You know, yeah. I would love to see her in an action role, and I think this is where she gets over. I'm not sure if that's something that she ever wanted to do, mm-hmm. or it just someone never approached her with something serious enough to say, "Hey, yeah." Now, being it's supposed to take place in you know South America, she she's got a little bit of that. She's got that background in there. I'm not trying to blanket no, no. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got some of that. You know, as I like to say, Latino heat. Yes. And I would definitely like to see her in that role because a lot of people won't think Selena Gomez. They're like, what? Seriously? I'm like, yeah, seriously. Selena and, Gomez, and- you give her a little bit of some, you know, martial arts training where she might just approach as a dancer and just doing the moves. So you mm-hmm. just kind of recreate them. The gracefulness and the acting chops that Selena Gomez has. Oh yeah. She at times she's slept on. People don't realize how talented this girl is. Right. No no no. I say uh, woman, uh, you know, I mean no, they don't realize how talented she is. So because of the role I think two things. If she was, and I'll let you go, Rod. I, I, if she two things. Oh. If she did this role, mm-hmm. people's eyes would open even more to going, "Oh, it's like John Travolta." Everyone knows John Travolta from "Look Who's Talking Now." Uh, Welcome back, Carter. Right? Uh, you know, hey, Mister Carter. What's, you know, it, yeah. it's Saturday Night Live. 
uh, or Saturday Night Fever, sorry. Yeah. They, they all pictured him. When he came, and he was, you know, he did Michael, he did some dark stuff, he's got the acting chops. And then when, when he came, he was gone for a while. And then when he mm-hmm. came back in Pulp Fiction with mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino, everyone went, what? Oh, he can do that? He was always able to do that. They just mm-hmm. never gave him the chance to do it. And when he got it, he excelled at it. And then yeah. if you look at his career path after doing Pulp Fiction, yeah. everyone's like, hey, you want to do this action movie? Uh, was yeah. it something in Paris? And he was a, like a yeah. super agent yeah. kind of, and he's doing all these like kind of dark action movie roles. You're like, hold up. This is John Travolta down, 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 to blowing stuff up. Yes. Face, face off. Yeah. No, face no, no, off. no. Thank you. Thank you. Face mm-hmm. off. Selena Gomez just needs the project to get behind where people are like she can do that and it's like she can always do that it's just that right. everyone else put her in a box selena gomez is my cyber six okay okay like you know what i can i can i can see it and i i will admit defaulting when you said her name because i have to admit i mean i'm an older individual right now I'm not saying i grew up with her but she has been there for a good portion of my life in that sense so you you hear Selena, you're still thinking Wizard Waverly. You're yeah. still thinking you're still thinking the Disney Channel, those early days kind of scenario. Right. So you don't see enough projects of her doing something else other than that. So okay, you know, yeah. let, 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 you know what? Give it give it a try. Let, let's say let's see let's see how it pans out. Uh, I I will say, Kari to me, Kari already has Kara already has the the. The, the 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 look to me like she can have that dual personality type of look mm-hmm. i feel that she could definitely pull pull that off um with her action uh her acting chops but also having the ability to do her actions and stuff already but again selena isn't is a nice choice as well because this is now this is a clean slate give her that this is the this is the cleanest slate for her no one has seen her do anything along that line. No. She's done comedy. She's done romantic comedy. She's done drama. She's done, um, you know, the the Disney stuff. Okay, fine. She's done music. Got it. She's done fashion. Mm-hmm. The one thing I, I personally haven't seen her done, and if she's done it, then I didn't see it. But I'm just saying the one thing I haven't seen her done is a full-out action movie, which mm-hmm. I know she can do. And the only reason she probably hasn't done one is because someone hasn't approached her and saying, mm, but she's the Disney girl, right? No, no. <laughs> this girl, you know, give her some, give her, give her the chops, give her the uh, the chops, give her the uh, uh, the chance mm-hmm. to put some chops in the movie. Like, and, and I'm telling you, people would you're gonna look at it first. It's like Michael Keaton. When people heard Michael Keaton as Batman, 100%. and now here we are, we can't get enough of Michael Keaton as Batman. Everyone's like, Michael Keaton, the original Batman, he was the best one. Okay, well, prior to that. Right he, that. he was Beetlejuice. He was Mr. Mom. He was okay. So you never he wasn't know. Was he Beetle at that time? I don't think it was Beetle yet. I think I think he was Mr. Mom. I think he went for Mr. Mom. Yeah, that's right. Batman. Mr. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And because of because of Batman, then they said, okay, we'll throw you back in a little comedy with Beetlejuice. I think I think I'm not sure which one came first. And don't quote us. Y'all can let us know. Yeah. But the yeah. point is, you never know. Right. right? No, because completely. he did Batman, and everyone's like, he's the best one. And at first, when he first cast him, everyone's like, oh. This movie's going to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, here we are now, how many years later, just looking to see a glimpse of him back in the Batman costume right. in the Flash movie. He, he, he goes and gets awards. Oh, one more thing. I'm Batman. And people lose it. So Selena Gomez, to me, is that person. Give her the property, you know, and, and watch, watch her shine. She would surprise people how she can do and, and keep it true to the source material. And not even like, I'm not talking like source material cartoon. I'm talking source material comic book. Mm-hmm. Of Cyber Six, which right. is dark. So, Selena Gomez, that's who I'm going with. Okay, cool, cool. All right, sounds good. That sounds good. As a mental note, Beetlejuice did come out before Batman. So yeah, so I'll go with Kari myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for facts check, um, Beetlejuice came out before Batman. Thank you. The year before. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, huh. okay, yep. cool. Ladies and gentlemen, um. Let us know what you think. If you have any of your choices and you thought, like, we went completely left and like, nah, 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 we will think of someone else, please feel free to put it in the comments below. But I'm going to stand with Kari for me. Fighting I'll stay with Selena Gomez. 
Do the fighting words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the fighting words. And, and, and before we went up, one quick shout out. I almost forgot. Um, friend of mine, Brandy Ford. You've probably seen her on some of the Touch of Great comedy stuff that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. She's out there. She's got her podcast going. She's got her radio show going. And she started a, a magazine was going to have uh, an uh, you know some comedy in there also. So she goes by the writer and the wit currently on Instagram. Look her up. Brandy okay. Ford. And she's going to have her magazine starting pretty soon. So by the time this episode comes out, it's probably around the corner. So keep keep your ears out for it. And we're hey. going to link it and shout it out uh, in our episodes going forward once I have the name of the magazine. So didn't forget you, Brandy. There you go. There you go. Nice. Ooh. And on that note, mm. we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, like, subscribe, and share. And always, you can join us on our Patreon, uh, Coffee, send us a one-time tip, or, you know, help the channel grow. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everyone out there. Uh, and keep downloading the episodes and sharing them. Don't let the show be a secret. This has been the Iconist Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, one of them, Barry Carter, along mm-hmm. with my cousin, DJ Rod C. DJ Rod C. <laughs> and I always say, this whole world was started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. We're out. I wonder if the cat changes its own litter or just uses a bathroom. Um, That's hmm. a big panther to go into a bathroom. Anyway, wait, on that note, we gone. <laughs>